0: Here we go, guys. Series of Unfortunate Events. Book the seventh of vital village. Peyton phone. just stubbed her toe so bad that it's bleeding and she's not even crying. And I look at it and my body's like this. Oh, yeah. Let stings. me look at it again. Oh, my God. How that? Ah. Stings. Do you need to go take care of that? Bye. Okay. Do you want to put Neosporin on it? Um, okay. Uh, I would put Neosporin on it if I were you but she's fine. Okay. Chapter 10. Entertaining a notion is like entertaining a baby or cousin or entertaining a pack of hyenas is a dangerous thing to refuse to do. If you refuse to entertain a baby cousin, the baby cousin may get bored and entertain itself by wandering off and falling down a well. That's dark. If you refuse to entertain a pack of hyenas, they might become restless and entertain themselves by devouring you but if you refuse to entertain a notion which just is a fancy word of saying you refuse to think about a certain idea you have much you have a you have to be much braver than having someone who is nearly facing bloodthirsty animals or some parents upset to find their darling at the bottom of a well because nobody knows what an idea will do when it goes off of the entertain off to entertain itself particularly if the idea comes from a sinister villain I don't care what the horrible things that man says, Violet said to her sibling as Detective Dupont plastic footsteps away. We're not going to choose. We are not going to choose which one of us will escape and which one will be burned at the stake. I absolutely refuse to entertain that notion. Well, what are we going to do? asked Klaus. Try to contact Mr. Poe? Mr. Poe won't help us, Violet replied. He thinks we're ruining the reputation of his bank. We're going to escape. Fruelk, Sonny said. I know it's a jail cell, Violet said, but there must be some way to get out. She pulled the ribbon out of her pocket and tied her hair up, her fingers shaking as she did so. The eldest Baudelaire had spoken so confidently, but she did not feel as confidently as she sounded. The cell is built for a specific purpose, to keep people inside, and she was not sure that she could make an invention that could get the Baudelaire's out of Uptown Jail. But once her, her head was out of her eyes... Her invention, her inventing brain began to work full force, and Violet took a good look at her, around at the cells for ideas. First, she looked at the door of the cell, examining every inch of it. Do you think that we can make another pick? Klaus asked, hopefully. You made an excellent one when we lived with Uncle Monty. Not this time, Violet said. The door locks are from the outside, so a lock pick would be of no use. She closed her eyes for a moment and thought, and thought about, and then looked up at the tiny barred windows. Her siblings followed her gaze, a phrase here which means also looked at the window and tried to think of something helpful. Brinklo? Brinklio, Sunny said, which meant, do you think that we could use some something to make welding torches and melt the bars? You've made excellent ones when we lived with the squalors. Not this time, Violet said, if I stood on a bench... If I stood on the bench and Klaus stood on my shoulders, and you stood on Klaus's shoulders, we still prob we would probably reach the windows. But even if we melted the bars, the windows aren't big enough to crawl through, even for Sunny. Sunny would call out the window. No, Sunny could crawl out the window, Klaus said, and then try to attract any attention for anyone to come and save us. Thanks to the mob's psychology. Everything Every citizen in VFD thinks that we're criminals, Violet pointed out. No one's going to come and rescue us. Accuse murderers of her, of her accomplices. She closed her eyes and thought again and then knelt down to get a closer look at the wooden bench. Rats, she said. Klaus jumped slightly. Where, he said. I don't mean there are rats in the cell, she said, hoping that she was speaking the truth. I just mean like rats. Like, I hope the bench would have been made of wooden bars to held together, screwed on with nails. Screwed the nails are... Are always handy for inventions, but they're just solid, carved from one piece of wood, which isn't handy at all. Violet sat. Kind of why they're not. Yeah, Violet sat down. Where am I? Violet sat down on the solid, carved piece of wood and sighed. I don't know what I can do, she admitted. Klaus and Sunny looked at one another nervously. I'm sure you can think of something, Klaus said maybe you'll think of something maybe you'll think of something violet replied looking at her brother there must be something you've read that could help us it was klaus's turn to close his eyes in thought if you tilted the bench he said after a pause it would become a ramp the ancient ancient egyptians would use ramps to build pyramids but we're not trying to build a pyramid violet cried in exasperation we're trying to escape from jail i'm just trying to be helpful klaus said if it weren't for you and your silly hair ribbons we wouldn't have been arrested in the first place and if it weren't for you and your ridiculous glasses violet snapped in reply we wouldn't be here in this jail stop sunny shrieked violet and klaus stared angrily at one another for a moment and then sighed violet moved over the bench and made room for her siblings uh, uh, t- to make room for her siblings. Come sit down, she said gloomily. I'm sorry I yelled at you, Klaus. Of course, it's not your fault that we're here. That's not yours either, Klaus said. I'm just frustrated. Only a few hours ago, we thought that we'd be able to find the quagmires and save Jacques. But we're too late to save Jacques, Violet said, shuddering, and I don't know who he was or how he got his tattoo, but I know he wasn't Count Olaf. Maybe he just works with Count Olaf, Klaus said. He... He said the tattoo was from his job. Do you think Jacques was an Olaf's theater troupe? I don't think so. Violet said none of the Olaf's associates had the same tattoo. If only Jacques were alive, he could solve the mystery. Pereg Sunny said, which meant, and the only thing that the quag- and if only the quagmires here, they could solve this other mystery, meaning the real VFD. What we need, Klaus said, is a D, de- is a do a machina what's that the deuce deuce ex machina but how do you mm-hmm. say it i don't know it's like french Deluxe. do X, is that what it is Deluxe, yeah. oh who's that violet said i don't it's not a who Klaus said it's a what the do ex machina is a latin term which means the god from the machine It means the arrival of something helpful when you least expect it. We need to research the two triplets. We need to rescue the two triplets from the clutches of a villain and solve the sinister mystery surrounding us. But we're trapped in the filthiest sale of the uptown jail. And tomorrow afternoon, we're supposed to be burned at the stake. It would be a wonderful time for something to arrive, some help to arrive unexpectedly. At that moment, there was a knock at the door and the sound of unlatching. The heavy door opened of the deluxe cell, and it creaked open. And there stood Officer Luciana scowling at them from beneath the visor of her helmet, holding up a loaf of bread in one hand and a pitcher of water in the other. If it were up to me, I wouldn't be doing any of this, she said. But rule number 141 clearly states that all prisoners receive bread and water, so here you go. The chief of police thrust the loaf of bread and the pitcher into Violet's hands and slammed the door shut, locking it behind her. Yeah, right? Dang. Tough break, huh? Violet stared at the loaf of bread, which looked spongy and unappetizing, and the water pitcher, which was decorated with paintings of seven crows flying in a circle. "'Well, at least we have some nourishment,' she said. "'Our brains need food and water to work properly.' She handed the pitcher to Sunny and the loaf to Klaus, who looked at the bread for a long time. Then he continued to his sisters, who could see that his eyes were filling up with tears." I, I just remembered, he said, in a quiet voice, it's my birthday. I'm 13 today. Violet put her hand on her brother's shoulder. Oh, Klaus, she said, it is your birthday. We forgot all about it. I forgot all about it myself until this very moment, Klaus said, looking back at the loaf of bread. Something about this bread made me remember my 12th birthday when our parents made me that bread pudding. Violet put the pitcher of water down on the floor beside and sat beside Klaus. I remember, she said, smiling. That was the worst dessert we ever tasted. Vom, Sunny agreed. It was a new recipe. Vomit. Yeah, that's what I thought it looked like, short for vomit. It was a new recipe that they were trying out, Klaus said. They wanted it to be special for my birthday, but it was burned and sour and soggy, and they promised that the next year... For my 13th birthday, I'd have the best birthday meal in the world. He looked down at his siblings to take his glasses off to wipe away his tears. I didn't mean to sound spoiled, he said, but I was hoping for a better birthday than... A birthday meal than bread and water in a deluxe cell of an Uptown jail at the village of the foul devotees. Shift, then he said, biting into Klaus's hand gently. Hmm? That kind of sounds like a bad word. No, shift. Like, shift. I know. Oh, okay. Kind of does sound like a bad word, but it's not. It's shift violet hugged him and felt her own eyes filled with tears as well sunny's right klaus you don't sound spoiled the baudelaire sat together for a moment and cried quietly entertaining the notion of how dreadful their lives had become in such a short time klaus's 12th birthday did not seem like such a long time ago yet their memories of lousy bread pudding seemed as faint and blurry as their first sight of vfd on the hor- on the horizon it was a curious feeling that something could be so close and so distant at the same time and the children wept and their wept for their mother and their father and all of the happy things that their life had had that had been taken away from them since that terrible day at the beach finally the children cried themselves out and violet wiped her eyes and struggled to keep her brother smiling Klaus, she said, Sonny and I are prepared to offer you a birthday gift of your choice. Anything that you want from the deluxe cell you can have. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks a lot, Klaus said, smiling, looking around the filthy room. What I really like is a, a a do ex machina. Me too. Violet agreed and took the pitcher of water from her sister to drink from it. Before she took a sip, however, she looked up and stared at the far end of the cell. Putting down the pitcher, she quickly walked over and rubbed some dirt away to see what it was made of. Then she looked at her sis- her siblings and began to smile. "Happy birthday, Klaus," she said. Officer Luciana brought a, a do I don't even know how to say that a duex machine. She didn't bring a. Us a god machine. She brought us water and a pitcher. Klaus said, "Brioche," Sunny said, which meant and bread. They're the closest thing to God and the and the machine that we're going to get. Violet said, "Now get up, both of you. We need the bench. It'll be handy after all. It's going to be. It's going to work as a ramp, just as Klaus said." Violet placed the loaf of bread against the wall directly under the barred window and then tilted the bench towards the same spot. We're going to pour the pitcher of water on it so the water runs down the bench and hits the wall. And then she said, uh, hits the wall, she said. Then it'll run down the wall and the bread will act as a sponge and it will soak up all the water. Then we'll squeeze the bread all over until the, all squeeze the bread so the water goes into the pitcher and start over and over again. Well, what will that do? Well, the walls of the cells are made of brick, Violet said. The mortar between the brick will keep them together, and the mortar is a type of clay that hardens like glue. So mortar, mor- a mortar dissolver would loosen the thick brick and allow us to escape. I think we can dissolve the mortar by pouring water on it. But how, Klaus said. The walls are so solid, and the water so gentle. Water is one of the most powerful forces on Earth, Violet said. Ocean waves can hear... Can wear at cliffs made of stone, Donok, Sunny said, which meant something like But they take years and years and we don't if we don't escape we'll be burned at the stake tomorrow afternoon. Well, nope, then we better start entertaining the notion and pouring the water, Violet said. We'll have to keep it'll keep us up all night if we want to dissolve the mortar. I'll stand at this end propping up the bench, and Klaus you stand next to me and pour water, and Sonny, you stand next to the bread and bring it back to me when it's soaked up all the water. Ready, Klaus. Klaus took the pitcher in his hands and held it up to the end of the bench. Sunny crawled over to the loaf of bread, which was only a little bit shorter than she was. Ready, the two younger Baudelaires said in unison, and together the three children began to operate Violet's mortar dissolver. The water ran down the bench and hit the wall, and then ran down the wall and soaked up in the spongy bread. Sunny quickly brought the bread to Klaus, who squeezed it in the pitcher, and the entire process began at the first... It seemed the Baudelaires were barking up the wrong tree because the water seemed to have no more effect on it than the del- than the deluxe cell of s- silk scarf would have against a charging rhinoceros. But soon it became clear, the water, unlike the scarf, is indeed one of the most powerful forces on earth. By the time the Baudelaires heard flapping from the VFD crows as they flew, <laughs> crows as they flew in a circle before. Heading down to the afternoon roost, the mortar between the bricks was slightly mushy to the touch. And by the time the last few rays of the sun were shining, the tiny barred windows—quite a bit of mortar had actually begun to wear away. Graspo, Sonny said, which meant something like "quite a bit of the mortar has actually begun to wear away." That's good news, Klaus said. If your invention saves our lives, Violet, we'll be the—I will be the best. It'll be the best birthday present you've ever given me, including that book from the finish. Poetry you bought me when I turned eight. Violet yawned. Speaking of poetry, why don't we talk about Isadora Quagmire's couplets? We still haven't figured out what the triplets are hiding. And besides, if we keep taking the easy, the easy, if we keep talking, it'll be easier to stay awake. Good idea, Klaus said, and he recited the poems from memory. For sapphires we are held in here, and only you can end our fear. Until dawn comes, we cannot speak. No words can come from this sad beak. The first thing you read contains the clue, an initial way to speak to you. Oh, excuse. The Baudelaires listened to the poems and began to entertain every notion they could think of that might help them figure out what the couplets meant. Violet had the held the bench in place, but her mind was on the first poem that began for sapphires we are held here then the Baudelaire's already knew about the quagmire's fortune, Klaus poured water on the pitcher and let it run down the wall, but his mind was on the part of the poem that said, the first thing you read contains a clue, and so what exactly did Isadora mean, the clue Sunny Min- monitored the loaf of bread and sucked it, sucked up the water again, <sighs> Um, again and again, but her mind was on the last line of the poem that they had received, and what an initial way to speak to you could mean. The three Baudelaire's operated Violet's invention until morning, discussing Isidore's couplets the entire time. And although the children made quite a lot of progress in dissolving the mortar in the cells, they made no progress figuring out Isadora's poems. Water might be one of the most powerful forces on earth, Violet said, as the children heard from the first sound of VFD crows arriving, for their uptown roost but poetry might might be the most confusing we've talked and talked and we still don't know where the quagmires are hiding we we need another dose of the do x machina klaus said if something doesn't arrive soon we're not going to be able to rescue our friends if we if, if even if we ever escape from this cell Psst! An unexpected voice came from the window, startling the children so much that they almost dropped everything and wrecked their mortar dissolver. The Baudelaire's looked up and saw a faint shape of somebody's face behind the bars. Psst! Baudelaire's! the voice whispered. Who is it? Violet said. We can't see you. It's Hector! Hector whispered. I'm supposed to be downtown doing the morning chores, but I sneaked over here instead. Can you get us out of here, Klaus? R- whispered for a few seconds the children heard nothing but the sounds of the vfd crows muttering and splashing in the vfd fountain then hector sighed no he admitted officer luciana has the only keys to the jail and it's made of solid brick i don't think that there's a way i can get you out Dalla, sonny asked my sister means can you tell the council elders that we were with you the night that jock was murdered so we couldn't so we couldn't have committed the crime there was another pause. No, Hector said. You know that the make makes me skittish to talk. I wanted to speak up for you when Detective DuPont, DuPont was accusing you, but one of those crow's hats. But I looked like, I looked, what am I even saying? But one look at those crow hats and I couldn't open my mouth. I thought it was one of the things I could do, but I couldn't help. Klaus put down the pitcher of water and felt a mortar Felt the mortar on the far wall. Violet's invention seemed to be working quite well, but there was no guarantee that they would be able to get rid of them before the mob of citizens arrived in the afternoon. What's that? Hector asked. I'm I'm going to get the self-sustaining hot air mobile home ready to go, he said. I'll wait in the barn all afternoon, and if you somehow manage to escape, you can float away with me. He's just going to leave him? Oh, my gosh uh okay violet said as if she'd been uh, harry what i wanted her to say okay like cool thanks for letting us know you're getting out of here okay violet said as though she had been hoping for something a little more helpful than from a full-grown adult uh we're trying to break out of the cell right now so maybe we'll make it well if you're breaking out now i'd better go hector said i don't want to get in trouble why doesn't why don't they say can you bring us some more pitchers and some more sponges so they can go faster you ding-dongs. I just want to say that if we don't make it out and you're burned at the st- if you don't make it out and you're burned at the stake, it was very nice making your acquaintances. Oh, I almost forgot. Hector's fingers reached through the bars and dropped a roll of scrap paper. Oh, cool. That the Baudelaires—it's another couplet. He said it doesn't make sense to me, but maybe you'll find it helpful. Goodbye, children. I do hope to see you later. Goodbye, Hector. Violet said gloomily, "I hope to—I hope so too." Bye, Sunny said. Hector waited for a second, expecting Klaus to say goodbye, but then walked off without another wood, his footsteps fading into the sounds of the muttering, splashing crows. Violet and Sunny turned to look at their brother, as su- surprised that he had not said goodbye. Although Hector's visit had been such a disappointment that they could have understood if Klaus was too annoyed to be polite, but when they looked at the middle Baudelaire, he did not look annoyed. Klaus was looking at the last couplet from Isidora, and in the growing light of the deluxe cell, his sister could see the deluxe. wide could see the wide grin on his face. Grinning is something you do when you are entertained in a way that, such as reading a good book or watching someone that you don't care about spill orange soda all over themselves. But there weren't any books in this uptown gel and the Baudelaire's had been careful not to spill a drop of water as they operated their mortar dissolver so the Baudelaire sisters knew that their brother was grinning for another reason. He was grinning because... He was entertaining a notion as Klaus showed them the poem he was holding. Violet and Sunny had a very good idea of what the notion was. Woo! What is it? Do you know what it is? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do actually. Oh, she can't tell us though. You're so good at the aunt.